what is the equivalent of the JCR. He stood up on a chair and said, I just got an A on the paper, and I'd like to tell people how I did it, how people can get an A in law school, because I know a lot of you did not get A. Yeah. Wow, and that, and what then a nice guy. Yeah, what a generous man. It's been great at parties. Yeah. Okay, so welcome back to What's Law Got to Do With It? It's uh, show number three, I guess. Uh, it's Richard Haig, Professor Richard Haig at Osgood Hall Law School, and my co-host... Uh, Adam Lachance, law student here at Osgood. And our guest today is Paul Guglielmo. Uh, Paul, go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Paul. I'm a second year at Osgood Hall Law School. Uh, I did my undergrad at Ryerson. It was in uh, business and law. My IQ is over 9,000. <laughs> <laughs> so because, so this is a, we're early days for this podcast, but it also coincides with early days in the school year. Yes. And I've just been uh, in my small groups trying to get to know my students and having them introduce themselves. And so it struck me that there's a whole, not a myth, but a mystique about meeting your peers in law school and who they are and and well and i just uh, i just said a few minutes ago being intimidated perhaps by the backgrounds of some of the students and so i think today's topic is largely about you know how did you feel when you met your peers and i'll tell you a bit about my experience and uh, we see where that takes us the, the great thing about this really is this is something you you're not really going to be able to read about as much so if I were to be assigned some readings it wouldn't matter if I had done them or not so I'm fairly prepared this episode uh, but go ahead let's get this started uh you two met did you meet early I don't recall when exactly we met um, we we're in the same section yeah I try to just be really nice to everybody yeah um if I came to class my problem was is I didn't go to class a lot <laughs> so people didn't even know who you were for a while uh I think I this is the problem that I had. I go to class and ask lots of questions, and then I wouldn't go to class. So it was, I think it was fairly obvious that I wasn't there. You were not there. To the professors, at least, yeah. it'd be like, "Wait, where's that guy that asked five questions?" Ready to go? Yeah. yeah, and then now he's gone. So that that was a limit for me. But I found the biggest thing for getting to know people was more after class, kind of standing in the hallways, bantering about our new lifestyle. Definitely was, and then you kind of weeded out who was. Um, we all had to get past our the way we were trying to put ourselves out at first because everyone yeah. almost had a um, you get to set new jobs anywhere you go you know your orientation group it, everyone seems one way and then you fi find out who they really are you know six months later and you're like man you're a good guy I kind of didn't like you during orientation yeah first impressions <laughs> oh, can be so, deceiving okay yeah. so that's a, a reversal you actually yeah, that's my experience but I'm 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 naturally a little bit more laid back so I tend to like people that are more laid back but first week of law school is not really setting you up to be laid back. No, and there's no. a lot of non-type, there's a lot of type A personalities yes. in law school who are typically not laid back out of the gates, right? So, yeah, me and Adam are both unique in the sense that we're both very laid back in our um, relationships with our classmates. I found our section to be very inviting. Uh, after the initial intimidation stage, which was very, very strong in my case, I was uh, I went from kindergarten to JD. 
so to speak. Um, you know what I mean? So everyone there. No, I actually yeah. don't what know what that you mean. mean. So <laughs> you, they, there's a K to JD is the term for someone who goes through like high school, then undergrad, and goes to the J, their JD oh. without taking a break in between. Okay. And that puts you among the youngest. You're, in class. you're one of the younger ones. Yeah. So there are other people who've done things that you Our think class. to yourself, wow. Our section too is our section in particular. Older. There's the appearance of many more mature yeah. students, which I don't buy into. I think every section had that. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah. like, yeah, you look to your left. This person has a master's, and the right has like extensive work experience in the area. It is quite uh, intimidating at first. Yeah, it, it, it's it's interesting to me from my side of things because I it's true some students come here and they have doctorates or they've started a company or you know they've done a lot. And then there's the students like you, Paul, the kid. What is it? A K, Coming out of K, kindergarten. K to JD. Yeah. K to J- that's the young. title of this episode. But, yeah. but it's funny. I, I find the same thing happens in every walk of life. It's not, it's, this is not, uh, it's not something that's law school specific. I, mm-hmm. So I was just thinking that this is a, almost a silly example, but I took a cycling, uh, a track cycling course at the velodrome in Mil- Milton. And the first thing we had to do was do a classroom session for an hour, just and so the instructor asked everybody to tell a little bit about themselves. And it's hilarious how people, you know, we're, we're there, we're old guys mainly learning to cycle. And yet the, the, the one-upmanship, if you will, about what people say about how much they cycle. Or, Maybe a guy thing too. It, to yeah, degree. that's true. That, it, it probably is very much. <laughs> and, and so you have to, my view is you just discount what people say mm. by 20, 30, 40%. But at the same time, I agree. There's 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 some impressive backgrounds, mm-hmm. and I think I think I said to you, your class, if you recall, I think in one of the early lectures that you should never forget your background is an important part of who you are, and don't don't lose that in law school. Uh, and it doesn't matter whether you're a K to JD, your background, you obviously got into law school at a very young age. That that itself is a an accomplishment. Yeah, and so is somebody who's done a master's and doctorate and then go gone to law school so fair enough so i, I want to flip this question back to you professor sure you see it every year many times over uh and so i just want to clarify what you're doing this year so you, do you have every section no i have two sections two sections okay so you see that kind of play out in class and it's your exercise that you ask people to say something about themselves which i still remember i still remember almost what everybody said in that you have a, yeah you have a good it was memory. like i didn't really know anybody so it was like a good it was just a good way to be like oh that thing okay okay right and i was like someone plays ping i never found the, the ping pong player there was a tennis player tennis player i remember oh, who yeah. the tennis player yeah. is yeah. Uh, but yeah it was it was a good exercise but you kind of probably see that feeling out because you have your you have the the kind of uh you've seen it before you kind of see it play what does that look like to you each year almost exactly the same yeah <laughs> we're not special <laughs> you're not individuals you're all just it there's always a tennis nice. player there <laughs> no not quite but you know there's always there's there you could there's certain categories of there's almost always a doctorate somebody who's done a doctorate okay there's okay. some there's lots who've done science but they're still in a minor significant minority compared yep. to those who've done arts there's some who are mature and have worked at various jobs usually pretty interesting jobs uh, for, for a while. And then there's the K to JD. I, I, I love that. I'm going to start like using that. that from now. I never knew that. So there's, so there's all, you know, it's never going to be exactly the same, but there are kind of patterns that I see. And, uh, and I have to say, and this is only my perception based on the reactions of others, but when people say they've done a PhD, that usually garners them like the most 
reaction from the others going, thinking to the, you can see it in their heads going, <laughs> oh my God, PhD. I'm competing with that person. Oh, yeah. That's, this yeah. is not going to be good. That, <laughs> that goes through people's heads. Okay, welcome to law school. This is the part where we go around in a circle and everyone says a little bit about themselves. Let's start with you. Uh, my name is David Kidney. I have a master's in Russian literature, a PhD in biochemistry, and for the last 18 months, I've been uh, deworming orphans in Somalia. Awesome. What about you? Hey, how you doing? I'm Enid Wexler. Got a PhD from Berkeley in women's studies, emphasis in the history of combat. And uh, last year, I single-handedly organized the march for lesbians against drunk driving. Killer. Thanks. Good times. Aaron Mitchell. I graduated first in my class from Princeton. I have an IQ of 187. <laughs> and it's been suggested that Stephen Hawking stole his brief history of time from my fourth grade paper. Cool. Me? Yeah. Okay. Hi, I'm Elle Woods, and this is Breezer Woods, and we're both Gemini vegetarians. I have a bachelor's degree in fashion merchandising from CULA, and I was a Zeta Lambda Nu sweetheart, president of my sorority, Delta Nu, and last year I was homecoming queen. Yeah, because the I think like three days in, we're in a presentation where they have the curve up on the screen, and, and oh, Dean Berger's looking up there. Pointing at, okay, so this is where you guys are all going to fit. <laughs> 60% of you are going to be over here. Yeah, yeah. And then 15% of you will get A's. Only 15%. <laughs> Look around you. But he, he, the way he says it makes you really feel good about it somehow. He has he a way of doing that, that, yeah. Right. Well, but he goes away. I don't think about that. I used to think about it like every day for the first like week. It's A, a good away. example I heard was if seven of the Supreme Court justices sit down to write a law school exam, four of them get B's. <laughs> it's just that's the like the way that yeah. it was illustrated to me. Well, that's what, isn't that what we kind of do as lecturers in every class? We take apart a judgment and basically grade the judge judges on their judgment without really yeah. giving out a grade. But we're yeah, that's Some funny. I like others, that. Yeah. You're full of little wit, uh, sort of uh, what aphorisms for life or something here. <laughs> well, that's, I uh, guess that's, that's yeah. Good. Yeah. So I think all of that's true. I I I you know again I think in my course. One of the things that uh, some students, I think, worry about is that those who've had political science backgrounds or are really well-versed in civics, you know, basically the fall term in public law is pretty easy to them, right? And mm -hmm. so they... I would... I might agree with that to some degree. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I felt like the fall term for state and citizen was not as bad as it sounded for other people. I, I was with everyone, even in criminal. I had a criminal background. Um, it was just, it was still very law-y. But the state and citizen is exactly that, right? Yeah, it's, dealing with, it is different. And it's something yeah. that is so boring. But then you put it in a, in a classroom format for learning about how, you know, the Constitution interacts with the citizens. And you, you need to know it. And it is interesting once you get into it. But there's a there's definitely a barrier oh, to uh, knowledge for for politics in general. So it's yeah, it, it, yeah. like there's a whole, what was the chapter? There's a chapter that was optional that you gave us about, you know, the operation of the, uh, the legislature, I believe, the passing of bills and what. Oh, yes, yes. Just, just the basic. It was boring when I went through it in undergrad. It's just I was just happy I didn't have to changed, do it again in law school, since, essentially. Yeah. But I no, I and I, I agree. I think for some, it, a lot of it is even if you're reading it in the in the light of a law school casebook, you 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 can. 
probably just be a lot more efficient. You don't have to struggle over a lot of the, you know, some people don't even know what the House of Commons is and what is that, what do they do there? And so, yeah, so that, but I have to say that's one of the great things about law school. So that's my course, that's state and citizen. Mm -hmm. Some people who take contracts who've been in working in a business. Yeah have, you know, they've signed lots of contracts. They've read contracts. And so they might have an advantage in contracts. And so you almost can find any any one course in first year where there's people who will have a, a grounding in that and others don't. And so sense. it kind of works itself out, I think. I think Again, it's funny. This all ended up being kind of around the same theme there. It, yeah, yeah, it is. By the end, you've all taken so many leaps that it doesn't really matter where mm-hmm. you came from. Yeah, someone's, I think someone's at someone's the door. Someone's at the door? Oh, Paul, can you get that? Oh, Zoe. Hi, uh, Zoe. <laughs> I guess we're well. We're in the middle of this podcast, but Zoe, we are. Uh, this is our third edition of the podcast. You happened to drop by. I think you were going to give me something, but anyway, I just <laughs> join in. Do you want to join in? So, looking back and editing this episode, we noticed that we didn't really give a great introduction to uh, who this person is that just walked into the room. So, I'm just going to cut off the show here for a second. Uh, Zoe Alexandra is faculty assistant to Professor Haig at Oscott. She's the one that makes everything he does actually work, according to him. Uh, he's, he claims that he would not be able to do anything, including this podcast, if she wasn't around. Yeah. Those are pretty strong words. Unfortunately, he tells me, she's moving to another faculty at York, and he wants to say that he will miss her. So, Zoe, thank you very much for coming on the show, and we'll jump back to our conversation with you. And I know, unfortunately, we're losing you in a very short time, so why don't, maybe you can just tell us a little about your experience about Osgood. How was it? What, what does this place have to offer? Sorry, I'm a terrible interviewer. I, never, I should be stopping. When, yeah. Well, you know, Osgood has a lot to offer. I have loved working here. It's um. It's an inspiring place to work, mainly because I, I, I love the work that is done here. I love, I love um, what all the professors do here and um, shaping the minds of the students going through and help. You know, it's, it's thinking including of... Including these two? Exactly, including <laughs> these two. <laughs> so it's, it's fabulous to watch it, the changes that are going to happen because these students are going to go out and change the world down in the future, and it's um, in good, positive ways. And that's what I love about this place. It's... Uh, it's educating people in a way where they can really make a difference. And of course, I love all the uh, all the people I work with, and faculty are fantastic. And it's I'm gonna I'm, it's a little bit of sadness that I'm leaving. I know I was hope I, I was I thought you might cry on on the the mic, <laughs> but no, you, you don't. You, that's good, good, good. I'm I'm British. It's yeah. a stiff upper lip thing. <laughs> same here, same. Me too. Uh, well, we're gonna miss you too. I was saying to these two that if. If you'd been here longer, we would have had you on as a guest. Because I do want to have some staff on as guests occasionally. So, uh, but this this will have to count as your guest appearance, unless I can drag you away from. Where are you going? I'm going to Faculty of Health to work with the uh, in development and fundraising. Oh well, so awesome. that, that'll be exciting. Yeah, yeah excited they will be better off for having you. I'm 100%. sure. <laughs> All right, it will be fun. Thank you so much. Thank you, Zoe. Very Thank much. you for participating My in this pleasure. little exercise. <laughs> okay. <You're right>. <laughs> Um, so yeah, let's, I want to hear the story that, about yeah, so, your 1L. Uh, okay. So I'll try and tie it into what we were saying earlier. So talking about students and being intimidated and students trying to impress beyond perhaps what they're, uh, they're able to. I remember in my first year, first term, we at Dalhousie, where I went, we had mostly full year courses. So 
there weren't many, uh, there was not much going on in the, in the first two, three months. We had one course that was the fall semester only. And so we had a midterm type thing in that course in October, let's say. And so the first thing item we ever got back law school in terms of feedback and and uh you know where you stood in the class how you were doing was this this midterm in this particular course the name doesn't matter anyway one of my peers after we got our grades back without asking without finding out what others had done decided to hold a forum basically in in what is the equivalent of the jcr he stood up on a chair and said i just got an a on the paper and i'd like to tell people how i did it how people can get an A in law school. Because I know a lot of you did not get A's. Can you? Wow. That, and what a nice guy. Yeah, what a generous man. Must have been great at parties. <laughs> I mean, first of all, I mean, there's so many things you can say are wrong with that approach. Oh, yeah. What but, if he's listening right now and he knows it's him? Uh, hopefully his memory isn't as good as mine. I don't... <laughs> He'll never forget his first anyway, day. That's possible. That's why I'm not going to mention names. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But I, you just, on so many levels, that, that's just yeah. wrong. <laughs> and it's funny because we, our equivalent would have been our criminal law midterm, oh, ungraded. Yeah. Uh, but just to give us an idea of what um, Professor Cameron wanted from us. And she, she did a good job of making it clear what she wanted from us. But I did not good on the uh, very first midterm. And that was like our very first grade we got back. So that like means a lot to you almost. Right. It's you, like, it, it's, you, 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 this is you forever. You like, slot yeah, yourself yeah, in yeah. right away. Yeah. And, and you're like, like, wow, that guy, I, I could have sworn I saw a 27 out of 30 on that guy's paper when he was walking past. Like <laughs> I have a lot of respect for that guy now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, conversely, I did really good on that first midterm. And I think it's better that you don't do well on the first one because it carries you. With a false sense of confidence into the final, and the truth is that which is graded, yeah, that mid, yeah, that midterms have no bearing right. on how and you it, do. If in the you final. don't do so well, it motivates it you motivates more. You, as yeah, a, yeah. Anyway, I don't know where that student of mine is today <laughs> and how he's managing, but it just struck me as the most bizarre thing to do. Even then, I, I just thought very you know insensitive. What? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. That's not what you want to do. Just know that you pissed peers. off about sixty percent of your peers <laughs> yeah. with that single yes. action. Yeah. So that would be my little bit of advice for today's podcast is don't go bragging about your interim grades. Yes. Find some people close to you, maybe. I find, I think it's also a shame if you just keep it to yourself too much. Um, Some people, they, law school is like a social experience or it should be because it's, it's so foreign to everybody. Your family's not going to be able to really understand what, what's going on. So like you want to make sure that those, you can find who you can trust. It might take even a couple years of law school to figure out who you can trust, but it's nice to be able to confide in people who aren't going to one, find out that you did really well on something and almost hold it against you. Cause I've heard that story before. Yeah. Uh, find people that aren't going to hear that you did poorly and then not have any kind of respect for you intellectually, which I've heard that story as well. But also there's also friends of mine that are very encouraging regardless of what my grades were first semester, second semester. And it's just like nice to be able to have a discussion about what you think you did right, what you think you did wrong and how they did and what tips they can give you. And it's, it, that, that's super important too. Yeah. That's a very good way to end. I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oops. <laughs> So I guess we should thank Paul yeah, for his uh, his input to this, this week's episode. Yeah, we need to bring you in more often just for these uh, Paulisms, every, we'll call them. Paulisms, yeah, Paulisms. Yes. that's good. I, I, if, you, if you have lots more, you're definitely going to get invited back. <laughs>